2: The NBA show.
0: <laughs> Let's go, <laughs> baby. Let's they let us off the
2: bench. They're like, we haven't played in nine days. Just
0: let the scrubs go in and talk nuggets. True. No, you're supposed to say our names and we all say something. All oh, right. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, I am joined by a esteemed cast of characters. <laughs> he says mm, that? Uh, led yes. <laughs> led by Henry Chisholm.
0: Yeah. Uh, Hank Likes. Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're doing deep cuts today. I love this so uh, much.
2: You may know um, him as Big Drive Spen Spencer Smith.
3: Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the GM do, do, do. here
2: at DNVR, also known as Professor Dre in some circles, Andres <laughs> <Yes. Simone. laughs> That's such a great intro.
1: I hope Henry whispers things in uh, Spence's ear. Oh, that's yeah. right. So I forgot mean, uh, we get to do, do that on this couch.
2: couch. Oh, uh, Henry, make sure that you're like, Wait no, Spencer. Make sure that you're aloof and in the <laughs> comments the mo- most of the time. Mm. Right. And right. Make some oh, bad okay. points too. Right. Yes. Oh, I can. <laughs> oh, I can absolutely I be feel aloof. Like Eric's made great points. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He I, off great should
0: points. Should I get my laptop
3: out for this? <laughs> yeah. in the comments. Also,
1: man, lately Adam gives out so many great takes. Like after a winner's lounge, Adam's just handing out great takes left and right.
2: Yep. Technically, mm. if I was Adam, I should have been in that <laughs> shit. Yeah. you should have. Yeah. So, am I handing out great takes? I like, guess. You're, you're on the hook for some great take and roll talk. Okay.
1: Henry, great take right there. That's a mm, great take. Yes. You saying,
2: yeah, they're great. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also, strong agrees. <laughs> strong, <laughs> strong, oh. <laughs> Got to get a few strong agrees. <laughs> <of laughs> <in> vibes. <laughs> oh, <well. laughs>
1: We're really trying to never and be invited back to talk <laughs> Nuggets. You no, know, well, they need a stop. You we
3: got the, uh, the uh, hands. Uh, yeah, 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 the, yeah, the hands. So we got to we gotta, we gotta
1: slap the couch. The one like regular like TDSP wrong. listener who's is- never watched the DMVR <laughs> Nuggets show must be so confused. Probably. I got to say this, though.
2: They have to take this as a compliment. It means we watch their show. Oh my god,
3: uh, that is <laughs> What's true. What's the expression? There's an expression. If somebody makes fun of your imitation thing, imitation is the finest <laughs> form of flattery. My God, yes, me. Yes. yes. If yes. somebody makes fun of your thing, that means you have a thing. Right, that oh, is true. 100%. Do they have a thing? They sure do. Oh. We love them for
2: it. Yes. That was fun. That was a fun intro. Uh,
1: All
0: right, so <laughs> that
2: was a blast. as you uh, may know, we are here to talk nuggets. And this is fun for us because we all have takes, like, pent up inside of us. Yeah. But, again, we've just been stuck on the bench while the starting five... You know, is uh, is in front of us. So right.
1: How we, dare they do the daily <laughs> podcast they're employed to do without <laughs> inviting it, us I all. know. That's <laughs> what I've been saying. <laughs> White <me>.
2: jerks. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, anytime you guys need someone to step <laughs> in in the best moment of your careers, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know. Turns out they um, had it covered, I guess. It's the <laughs>
3: last five of them. The last two minutes of game seven of the NBA Finals when the Nuggets are up 30. <laughs> Here <laughs> right. we come. we yeah, <laughs> oh, played oh. in the finals, baby. We're <laughs> 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 Connor
1: Gillespie. Uh, Trying to get some minutes <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah. Colin, um, call, oh. You're banned from oh, the podcast. Uh, no, true. That's why we're, G League. why we're dealing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. We're presented by Breck Avalanche Amber Ale. Oh, Shouldn't that's we a be good, good thing to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: We sh- it, should be, it should be the Nuggets beer. <laughs> right, right. But mile High. Not. <laughs> not. Okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> drink mile bulk, high drink city bulk. a whole
1: is what you're saying. to Beach.
0: Double pissed it. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So
2: shout out Breckenridge Brewery for all of their delicious beers. Big time. I want to start here. I've been talking to Adam about kind of just like the NBA world dawning upon Denver. Mm. And the big question that people keep asking him is, what does this mean to the city? Like, what has this run meant to the people? Have you gotten that? Honestly, no. I get that from
1: Italy. Uh, um, I do have that from, from Italy. I've
2: had that. A few, I don't, from don't know, a know anyone there. outside of here. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Denver Boulder is like calling up Rem. like, hey, what's mean to the city? <laughs> right. um, so anyways, hilarious, yeah. I want to start there and I'll start with you, Spence. In your eyes, like what has this meant for the city? How has like the Nuggets fever been catching on? What have you seen uh, in terms of change?
3: Dude, it, the every bar I drive by says Go Nuggets. Like there's this place by my house called the Dirty Duck. Never seen mm. a Nuggets thing on there. And they they almost spelled Nuggets wrong, but we'll give it to them. Like it's just like <laughs> Wait, they're trying. Like They almost spelled it wrong? Like well, it maybe so they, they tried five to they for the they, tr- they tried to put <laughs> they tried to put a G and UGG and it looks like a 6, but you know oh, okay. like right. See, I was wondering how you almost spell something wrong. Either yeah, way yeah. like they I think they had the right <laughs> intentions just not the right letters. Yes. Um but no, just the aura in the air of everyone around here. Like you're seeing Nuggets hats, Nuggets shirts. You're, it's, it's insane how it takes over the city. Yep. And we got to do this a year ago today with yep. the Avs. And now we get to do it with the Nuggets who have <clears throat> not had the success as we know, as the Avalanche have. So it's a whole new world for everybody. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I, I, It's funny, I feel a different vibe than the Avalanche and mm-hmm. it's really cool to see. And, and I, I think it boils down to this basketball is a lot more of an accessible sport for the average person to just bandwagon on. Or, you know, maybe that's too strong of a term, but to just kind of, like, helicopter in and be like, I like this, you know? Like, it's really basketball on a wide lens is easier to understand than hockey in terms of the rules, you know, (laughs) what what you're working on. So, like, I've seen a more broad spectrum of people that are, like, in on this Nuggets run, And just kind of diving in with both feet, just saying, like, yes, I love Nicole Jokic. A perfect example would be my older sister. Like, when we were talking about the abs last year, she was like, she, you know, like, oh, yeah, go abs or whatever. Now she's like, I want to come to the bar. Like, you know, she has, like, takes. She's like, I can't believe they were, they weren't, like, they were saying this and that about Jokic on the broadcast. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, you're all the way in. so much. Which is awesome. Also, credit to my brother-in-law on that one. Um, But... I, I think this is actually taken over the city in a in a broader way.
0: Yeah. And we'll be, I'll be curious to see what sticks. Like I, honestly, if they if they win, then it's great and everybody here is a champion and that's the best thing you can be, and that's what it means. And if they lose, then it's all kind of just there's their ghost. That's it. That's a waste. And it'll be fun again next year when they go on another run. But if you want to see people running around in Nicole Jokic jerseys for the next However long they need to finish the deal before we get to the point where it's going to be changing everybody's lives into being diehard Nugget fans. You feel it more in Denver, and I think
1: you feel it more with the uh, younger people. There's yep. just like when I say go Nuggets to people as my like Roll Tide mm. or alternative for like uh, goodbye, yes. you know, or hello. Um <laughs> The smile and joy I get from people my age or younger when I say Go wow. Nuggets is a little different. Um, uh-huh. Also, like you guys all live closer to downtown, and I think you notice it more downtown. Definitely. I think the abs, you could feel it a little more in the burbs. Uh-huh. So, so I'm
2: just <laughs> <Huh>. getting into <laughs> dynamics there. Yeah. Um.
1: yeah. I actually remember L.A. when the Kings won the Stanley Cup. Like, you wouldn't see any L.A. Kings stuff in
2: L.A., Uh but then if you drive to, like, the beach (laughs) 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 town, lots of Kings flags out there, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, I mean, to me, it's just really cool, like, seeing Nuggets jerseys around, and I think, honestly, the mural being just down the street has played into this, but, like, like I'm driving to work, and there's just Nuggets jerseys walking down the street, and, like, I was just sitting up in the art hole, Upstairs and like I just saw a guy walking by in a Nikola Jokic like vi- uh, vintage tea and I'm just mm-hmm. like man this is this is so cool and I, Andre you quote tweeted the video that I made and just said like I and RG made I shouldn't take any credit away from yeah, you, yeah, yeah but you said like you can't really understand this unless you've been through it and I yeah. think it's true like Fuck. being a Nuggets fan <clears throat> has been a fruitless endeavor for a long time huh. um and to me, you know, it's why I always say like, you should make yourself vulnerable as a sports fan, because all of that hurt, all of that pain, all of that suffering oh my God. makes the the rise up so much sweeter, makes and it more rewarding than ninety nine
1: percent of things you'll experience in your life. Let's be honest. Oh right. yeah,
0: I agree. When the Nuggets win the title, it'll be the best day of my life. Like I don't think anything will compete with that. I, I'm no, I mean, I'm up there at your as well. age for
3: sure. Yeah, you. Uh, it, it, for me, it's uh, like. Wow. Like you Don't said, all the yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. The second best day now. of my life. <laughs> no, and by so, that
3: point, it might be the third. best
0: This right, is like a, this know. would be like a real science experiment. A ch- <laughs> having a child,
2: yeah, yeah. winning. You're gonna, the gonna have, have a really title. close comp in terms of like how you felt this, on those days. It's perfect.
3: It's a science I might just spontaneously combust. Wow. Um, I have a question for you guys though. Are we so? with the nuggets obviously it's a team that we've all you know we all cheer for and mm-hmm. and they've had the the run where they missed the playoffs by one game and then they build up and they build up so we've dealt with all the bullshit we've dealt with the low hardest times watching Brian Shaw try to coach a basketball team are we accepting everyone onto the bandwagon okay
2: so this is an interesting kind of thought because oh, as i was saying boy. that about our suffering i, I was going to get to a point yeah. about how there's all these new young people in denver and i think this goes to what you were talking about a lot of people have moved to denver in the last five or so years like and just gotten on right right as we got above the water you know and just like started taking off and to me you you have to be accepting of this this is how you build huge dominant fan bases like sure uh, you know where these places are located but like The teams that you think about having the most annoying giant fan bases have that because they sustained success for a long period of time in a formative, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, in the formative years of a lot of people. So you're running into a ton of 50 year old Cowboys fans. You know what I mean? Yes. And so for the Nuggets fan base to grow and for honestly the team to be taken seriously on a more national stage because the fan base has grown, you got to welcome everyone in on the bandwagon to me it's one of those things where it's like yeah, yeah you could thumb point. your nose at it this out of the other point. thing but if you gatekeep it you're only hurting Holy the team
0: right now you can let people in like right now anybody who wants to be on the bandwagon can the doors but the, open the but it's closing like <laughs> assume you're needing an application you know so yeah. university of montana if you want to go there like it's not like hmm we're gonna think through all of the things yep. that are on the, no if you have a 2.5 gpa you're admitted. If you have a whatever score, you're admitted. There's like six different things. You check one. Of those, like it's wide open. After they win the title, you just got to have like something. It's like, mm. oh, you live here. Oh, you're a Bronco fan. Oh, you're like, you know, it's it's easy to to have your application accepted. But after this title, I don't know. I think you need that. And eventually you get to the point where it's like, where the Warriors are now, where it's like, okay, you you better have a great reason to start cheering for the Warriors <laughs> now. Otherwise, you're just some douchebag. Here's why letting these, Newer fans, I think, is important.
1: And this really struck a chord with me. D-Line said this on the post game after the Nuggets clinched the Western Conference Finals. And it talks about he became a Nuggets fan not because his family members liked it. He just kind of clinged to this team yeah. and would watch them by himself. And I didn't realize how common that experience is for people our generation. Yeah, that's how um, I was. Where like, you know, like all my family who are hardcore Denver sports and got me into the Broncos and what have you, they weren't really in Same. on the Nuggets. Same. So I'm a kid who was born in 87, you know, obviously Jordan and the NBA, really cool. And the Nuggets were my team. I don't give mm-hmm. a shit how crappy they were. Like I had Antonio McDice posters hanging up and I thought James Posey was going to be like... The bat, the Robin yeah. to Carmelo Anthony's Batman type <laughs> deal, like you know, stupid shit you think as a kid. And they were kind of my team. And moving to the states in 05, I had to make other Colorado natives Nuggets fans, you know. Mm-hmm, and yeah. since hearing that from Eric, I've kind of been calling us we're like the lost boys. We had to like raise ourselves into Nuggets fans. We mm-hmm. didn't have that from the previous generation the way we did with other yeah. sports. It's why we got to grow this fan base, mm-hmm. man, like embrace it. Open those doors wide because, like, we've been through that suffering, we've been through that grind and that pain. Let's reap the rewards. Let's let everyone in on how beautiful and wonderful it is to not be a bandwagoner and a front runner and be a
0: Denver Nuggets fan. But it still won't be the. It will know. never be
1: that. It's not. It will s- never be
0: that. You. It can't be like the Warriors. It absolutely can't. I mean, if they go on the run, it's right there. Like it's up to them to decide. Eventually get to the point where it's sure, like, okay. Sure.
2: Is there but a is there a uh, a team in a quote-unquote flyover state that has gotten a bandwagon like that? So I really, right. it's usually a I coastal mean, Cowboys thing. Yeah. or Texas. It's the
0: Warriors, right? I mean the Broncos. They win the two Broncos? Super Bowls in the 90s.
2: The Broncos is a great. And one. Back to the point in fact, Peyton Manning just like brought in a huge wave of fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I will. I do love the answer though, because I I want these fans on, but I want them to know our journey to the great heights was much harder. Yes, and I know it's going to be much sweeter. Don't you tell me how great you fucking feel about it, because I feel better. That's all. Exactly. I want to, that's all I want people to yeah. know. I've got the Emmanuel Guba well,
0: jersey in my closet. Like I thought he <laughs> yeah. was the savior. Yeah. Right. Like, right. They, those people just won't know. But and I that's think... fine. They can enjoy it, but it's just not the same thing. I, I think Emmanuel Moutier because he got
2: me to watch my first ever summer league games, True. which just happened to feature Nikola Jokic, where number crazy. one playing with that team. And it was like, I remember my buddy Bryce was like, yo, Jokic is my boy. Like, I like this guy. Yeah. <clears throat> the rest is history. But- well,
1: and I mean, that's what I'm saying. It'll never be the same for these new fans as it is for us.
3: It'll mm-hmm. just be different. That's, that's fine. These, because, these like, fans fine. Got, uh, well, got in. What we, we've the, been through is different. We've been from New York all the way to California. They've been from, like, Utah. They hopped on, on in Utah. Still mm-hmm. the same destination as one, but this hurt, This is going to feel so good. The
0: yep. weird part, though, is I feel like the last two years, again, like I only started watching, like, Mellow was, I remember Mellow getting drafted. and yeah, yeah, That yeah. was kind of the beginning. But those last, like, two years were the bottom for me. Like I know there was like the David Shaw stuff and that was awful, but the you can almost sure. do the Rockies yeah. thing where it's like, oh, I'll watch, but I know what's gonna happen. I'm kind of accept. It's the last two years when you don't have Jamal and you're like, wow, they should be competing for a title right now. That is the low point. And there's a lot of people who maybe started with the bubble because everybody's locked inside and they've at least had to live through that part.
2: Yeah, I, I mean that was that was hard, man. Thank God for Yoke going on those MVP runs. Yeah. Because it was really the only thing that we were ever going to get out so of those rough, seasons. Mm-hmm. So rough. And it was like really rewarding. Because it's yeah. funny. Yeah. It felt like that was some sort of breakthrough yep. in terms of people respecting the Nuggets mm-hmm. and understanding Yoke's yeah. greatness. And somehow it doesn't feel like we made actually any progress during that time.
0: No. They should be going for number three right now. Yeah.
1: Did but you we know make what I mean? some like, internal progress where we ourselves were able to... like, Part of the hurt and why we feel... I don't know, superior at this point is for a long part of my life, that hurt made me feel like we A, weren't worthy. And because we were made to feel not worthy, we didn't have the goods to ever be in this position. So so this
2: is yeah a really interesting point you bring up. There's so many, like, I feel like And there's no other team I've ever felt like that about. I feel like we're bouncing around like crazy right now. But you keep sending me on to new things that I want to talk about, which is this idea that existed... Within the last four years, I can't exactly pinpoint when it died, but it might even be within the last three years that the Denver Nuggets will never win a title. Mm -hmm. I remember that being like a prevalent feeling within the city. And it was Mm -hmm. it was only, um, you know, compounded by super teams, right? Mm -hmm. The mellow trade. Well, the mellow trade, but I just mean... Then you be have before super teams. Exactly. Yeah. It goes right into super teams. It's the Celtics. They build their super team. They're winning championships. You're sitting here with the Nuggets team that, you know, was competitive. And it was just like, well, they could never mm-hmm. beat them in a seven-game series. Mm-hmm. Then it's uh, the Heat. Same exact feeling. It doesn't matter how who the Nuggets yeah. are. Yeah. They could never beat that team. Yep. <clears throat> and then it goes right into the Warriors. Mm-hmm. And it's like this thing that it's it's almost insane for me to believe... How recently it existed this feeling that the Denver Nuggets may never win a title in our lives. And hey, touch wood, it may happen soon. Right, right. But
1: no, we still haven't out. It is that out.
2: unbelievable to me that we are sitting here in this position with, when, within the 2020s. It has been thought mm-hmm. that the, the Nuggets could never win a title. I remember you like talking with you, and you were like, Yeah, if, if I get that, that's like my golden goose. Mm-hmm. I can die happy.
1: Yeah, it's the tippy top. It has always been the tippy-top for me. Because there were times in my life where that gave me such profound sadness.
2: Yes, and yet... Because now, I love this team. Now we have Mikolio, yeah. the best player in the world. Oh. The team builds in all the right ways. <clears throat> they push a bunch of correct buttons. Um, you know, Tim Connolly moves on. Again, the Nug Life in all of us thought, oh, there it went. That was our chance. Mm-hmm. Calvin Booth comes in. Boom, 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 presses all the right buttons again, is, a, is slightly you know, more aggressive, and here we are, like mm-hmm. something that I think we only dreamed of for those seven games after Aaron Gordon got here, goes away for two whole years, and now in the first opportunity, they're, they're at the doorstep.
0: And, and people were right to think it was basically impossible. Like Because the path to doing yeah. it is just so narrow. Yes. And you're right. Like It started with Melo, where it's like, oh, we finally got the guy who has a chance to be that guy. And guess and what? Doesn't he doesn't want to be here. here. He just leaves. And so then what? It's like, oh, we'll do all these things. Oh, you, Andre Uguodala. And it's like, right. oh, Andre Uguodala. Right. This is just a trade for him once. And then boom, he's right, right out. We know this is the one you then do. Then George Carl gets canned. Yeah, it, you know? Yeah. Like, exactly. But then you go, like, it's like, wait. I can't believe what this dude's put me through, frankly. Wait, we can grab Paul Millsap? Like, that was the best free agent ever because there's no (laughs) way you get anybody to sign in Denver. If you draft somebody, they're going to leave immediately. The only path to making this happen was Nikola Jokic in the second round just turning into Nikola Jokic. Yeah. it's pretty. And it actually happened.
2: It happened. And thank God it did. Um, All right, Andre, what do we have to tell the people about?
1: Oh, my. um, Chills on that segment. (laughs) Also, what can give you chills not... Uh, Dissimilar to this Nuggets run, is realizing, oh shit, it's Father's Day. I didn't get pops anything, and now what are you gonna? You're gonna get him a tie? Like, I'm sorry, Sunday. It's 2023. (laughs) We don't wear ties anymore. Like we're cool dads. We say go Nuggets. We're not rocking ties. You know what we're doing. Yeah. We are trimming our pubes into <laughs> fancy shapes. Oh, maybe a little oh, a nuggets, a, folk, uh, a little nuggets pickaxe right now. That oh, what a fun surprise that be that'd be for the missus, huh, Spence? A little fathers early <laughs> Father's Day surprise for you, maybe, huh? Um, the pickaxe not a
2: difficult design.
1: No, Ooh, I mean, right? I, I, if you got the skills, you can <laughs> lose, use the lawnmower 4.0. We're at in the shower and get your pickaxe on. <laughs> of course, it's golf season. I don't need to tell you. These guys know better than anyone. Golf season, you got to get uh, a pickaxe. anti chafe. Oh, yeah. An- anti-chafing oh, yeah. is kind of the key to the summer. It's an anti-chafe <clears throat> boy summer is what I'm being told. <laughs> I think it's what the chafeless, <laughs> summer. chafeless summer it says on here. So for all those goodies and to not miss out on Father's Day, which I would Google right now. It's in June. Could I tell you when? No, I couldn't. I'm a father.
0: Really? Yeah. That's a long ways away.
1: Let's let's get on manscaped.com. Let's use that code DMVR. Let's get 20% off plus free shipping, a deal your father would approve of himself, and get it hooked up. Make this a Father's Day none of us will ever want to (laughs) forget from the trauma of seeing the pickaxe shaved (laughs) into your pop's pubes. Manscaped.com, code DMVR for 20% off. Um, And Ryan, you know this better than anyone. (laughs) Game time is the place to go for nugs, tickets Mm. to the finals. Like a hawk, you are on the game time app. Seeing the inflection points? How low will they dip before people buy the dip and then it goes back up? It's not this similar to, you know, mining the stock market.
0: Yeah. I've Crypto. been
2: analyzing game time numbers so much, I feel like it could work for Ernst and Young. Right. For um, what? Right.
3: Huh? For what? Ernst, Ernst and, and Young. Young accounting firm. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, or a huh. running back. I honestly Browns. think. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. You know how there's like services that tell you like when you should buy your plane tickets. Hmm. I feel like I could start my own service that tells you when you should use Game Time because I look at it so much. Um, but Game Time is honestly the best way to do it. <clears throat> now that we're within. <laughs> About 24 hours of when we'll be walking into the stadium. Um, I have to like change up my strategy a little bit. I'm starting to think it might be like a p- buy the tickets while in line type of scenario. Really? Yeah. It's risky. That's, yeah, it is. A, it's a risky place to be. But I think that's I think the old
1: it, Sam Cassell big ball seller yes, right there. Yes, wow. It is. Ryan, wow.
3: Ryan, what are you doing in there? Just, just game time. Just yeah, game yeah, time. Uh, it's uh, the perfect time. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. Everyone, <laughs> leave me
2: alone. Leave me alone. Don't talk. Why are there candles on? I
3: think um, we all agree that's oh. that's
2: our
1: game time game of the week though is getting tickets to game one of the finals where uh you know
2: I'm a big game in the five candles big game one guy. Tell like, us why that is. Ryan. If I'm gonna go to a game of a series, I want it to be game one because it's like you get to feel the, the whole mm-hmm. thing level up, right? Um Trust so, me, you want Ryan there at game one. Tone tone setter fan over here. I am a tone setter fan. Tone setter as uh, Spencer saw. From
0: across the way at Lakers game one. We're right in front wow. of the media. Oh. So, like, because they oh. extend it so far. We're in, like, the balcony down below that. Heckle them, oh. hang. It's going to be so much quiet. Like, and it's disappointing. I don't want those idiots behind me. I want loud people around me. Download the game time. You could app. be the drunk
2: guy who's like yelling at like oh. people about their
0: tweets. Yeah, yeah. no, they yeah, cool. I'm not sure about right. that. They'll definitely be tweeting about me and the aggressive
1: also, things. Also, my selling. feeling is the national media might be pretty loud, you know, rooting for the old Miami Heat. Get your tickets at there. our Game Time game of the week using code DMVR, where right now you can get twenty dollars off your first purchase when you sign up. That's the Game Time app for
2: twenty dollars off. Also, I just got a text from Adam. He said, if we don't get 100 likes on this show, we're never allowed to talk Nuggets again.
0: Yeah, we're well, oh, to send shit. it from like the DMVR sports watching? account. Yeah. Oh, no. no. Wait, it's not tweeted out from No, there? the
2: Nuggets account should tweet
0: this. The DMVR account should tweet this. He Th- these asked, are good I things. heard
1: him make a note to the whole Nuggets team. Like, hey, we should push huh. this from the Kale, huh. can you
0: help us
2: get that out from the Nuggets account? Uh, yeah. I can do that. Thank
1: That'd you, Kale. Serious. Smash Hell that yeah. like button. Hell yeah. Super yeah.
2: producer Kale, I should say.
1: Super producer. International superstar. We're International just stuck with
2: regular Yaya. All right. Uh, I saw a bunch of you guys <laughs> in the comments saying you loved the video that RG and I made last week. Thank yes. you so much. Yes. Really appreciate you guys. That was fun. Um, enjoyed the project. Was blown away by the response to it. But it leads awesome. me to a question for you guys. Uh, and I think I'll start with you again, Spencer. Um, what of all the national narratives that have been said about the Nuggets during this period... As long back as you want. Which one pissed you off the most?
3: Oh, man, that's a good one. Um, I would say I, I'd go back to the undeserving MVP narrative that then flipped an entire another MVP narrative to a player that is the most undeserving MVP we've <laughs> ever seen. He's terrible. Like, I, <coughs> the, the fact that you can deny that this is like, you know, foreshadowing, but this is when the Nuggets win this title, knock on wood, people would still basically be in complete denial about how good this team is. Mm-hmm. And that's what people did for not only one year, but two years straight. And then into a third year when he should have won it again and didn't. So just the fact of we we can see facts. Not everybody apparently can see a fact that he hoisted the mvp trophy as the best player in the nba the season before it turned into oh, okay what hasn't he done here and yep. then it turned into oh he can't win back to back because it's just not a thing oh he can't win three because he hasn't won a title well i can't wait till two weeks from now and we can flip that around on on uh, whoever said he uh, I, i'm not cool with him winning three in a row because he hasn't won a title you because have. now we can say that
0: Look, he is, whole- he is one of the best ever because he's on every other list with Wilt and Larry Bird <laughs> and all that stuff. Michael Look, Jordan. he should have been right there. Yeah. Like It's obvious now and you guys screwed it up because people before you screwed it up and you thought that meant it, meant it was right.
3: Is one of the most insane things to you in the world looking from where we are right now. Two years ago, there was an NBA 75 and Nikola Jokic wasn't on it. Yep, And yeah. maybe rightfully so at that point. You know, that's not to be arguable. No. Anthony Davis AD was on. Was on. It. Okay, so, th- so absolutely not arguable. Yeah how this guy is not a top 20. He's, he's higher than that. And he wasn't in the fucking top 75.
0: Yeah. They're just idiots. They just weren't
3: watching.
2: That was my whole point. (laughs) (laughs) They don't, they didn't watch the nuggets until like two weeks ago. Google his playoff
1: stats. It's kind of the thing.
2: Well, it's like, he's an all time playoff riser. And what is going to happen is I, I can't remember if I said this on a podcast already, but about 30 years from today, a 30 year old kid, He's going to be doing an NBA podcast, and for whatever reason, he's going to look back on Nikola Jokic's 2023 season, and he's going to say, how the fuck did he not win MVP? Yeah. Like, for real, how did he not win MVP? Yeah. All the stats, all the advanced stats, everything. You'll see what he did in the playoffs. You know, averaging a triple-double in the Western Conference mm-hmm. Finals, everything, everything. Obviously, that doesn't play into the the regular season MVP award, but they're going to look at this historic season. One of the best seasons anyone has ever put down and say, how the hell did he not win MVP? And And who is
0: this Joel Embiid guy? And
2: and some old head like us is going to have to be like, well, you see, Kendrick Perkins got on a, a show and somehow flipped the entire narrative on its head. But, all right, that's a good answer. Henry, yeah. which one pissed you off the most? That
0: was a good one. I think right now there's a good one going around that's uh, the Nuggets had an easy path to the finals mm. because they played the Timberwolves and the Suns and then the Lakers. But then, I don't know, it's one of those things that they say like, okay, the Suns are incredible, the Nuggets don't have a chance. Yeah. Oh, the Lakers are incredible, they don't have a chance. And then the Nuggets go and beat them and they said, actually, those teams weren't good they because were the Nuggets beat them. And so, actually, it was an easy run. It's like, well, no, it doesn't change based on whether the Nuggets beat them or not. The Nuggets are just really freaking good. There was no chance they could possibly win these people over because their argument was, well, they're really good. Oh, wait, no, they're not because they lost to the Nuggets. What do you want from the Nuggets, then? You want them to lose in seven so that you can say, wow, look at the fight they put up. That'd make them better? Ugh. Yeah, or
2: if they just got swept but kept it close in all four games.
0: That's a good one going on. Yeah,
1: and I mean the, like... The common seeding and no one's ever been lower or the fact that they've never faced an opponent over 550 win percentage. And then the other teams to have done it are the 99 Spurs, who went on to be a 15-year dynasty, <laughs> or the 1950 Celtics, mm-hmm. who I don't know if you guys heard. They won everything they did. for a decade straight. Yeah. So it's just like, uh, figure it out. Well, you know? There's how, a reward it for being the one
2: seed. The Nuggets have reaped that reward. And we also said it's a wide open NBA season all season. Like revisionist history will somehow not point out the fact that the Suns had Devin Booker and Kevin Durant and the Lakers had, you know, uh, A.D. and LeBron and all the moves that they made at the trade deadline and all that bullshit. Uh, But I'll say this. If the Denver Nuggets win the championship... I could not give less of a fuck yeah. what anyone thinks about it. Definitely. I don't care if you say it's the weakest championship ever. Right. You right, can't come right, and right, stop right, that right, parade right, and you right, can't right. stop no. that banner from going up in the stadium. Do not care.
0: And when Joker has seven of them, nobody's going to be going through each of them saying, like, oh, well, this was no. Yeah. You won a freaking championship. That's all you need to do. You did your job. You won. Right. When I would daydream of, like, maybe the Nuggets can
1: win one in my lifetime. And I thought, well, oh, but what if they did it beating a seven-seed Lakers in the Western Conference <laughs> final than an eight-seed Heat in the final? That actually would ruin it? No. Yeah. I, that was literally my dream. Yep. I couldn't have given uh, cared less how it came about.
2: Yep. Uh, 100%. Also,
1: it's all just people with bad takes quadrupling down. Yes. It's the people who told us the Eastern Conference was so loaded this year. And, you know, it's just like... Shitty take after shitty take being exposed just like the MVP vote. And that's the thing about MVP votes. You can play the narrative game all you want in the week leading up, but then history will tell us who the real and rightful winner and
0: wrongful winners were. It's so easy to yep. look back and see it. Yeah. And that's the dumb that's, thing about all it's the gonna MVP be spelled voters right out. Like all the like, MVP voters think that's their job. It's like, Hmm, what do we think he will be in the future? You're like, what the hell are you talking about? Your job is just to say who was the best this year. That's your job. It's simple as that. You're not any more important than that. Yep. And I, and I'm
2: totally fine with Jokic essentially deciding in the last month of the season. I don't even want it. Just oh, give yeah.
1: it to
0: him. doesn't matter. It's all yep. about rings. Yep. I don't right. know how many uh, you have one MVP Jordan. Your least
1: favorite? Dude, the thing that really pissed me off from your video is the laughing at like oh, the Nuggets are yep oh, the Nuggets are gonna beat the Lakers yeah. because that struck a fucking chord. You yeah. know, yeah, yeah. that's how people have been making me feel as a Nuggets fan my whole life. I know. So boy, was it sweet to prove those morons wrong.
2: Yeah, that one you you got. It's actually a combination of that. With just the general pompousness mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Like, even that clip that I put in the video uh, with RG of uh, them talking about how they didn't watch the Nuggets first game, first playoff game because it was the last game of an eight game weekend and succession was on. Like, they would never dream of saying that about the Lakers. They would never dream of saying that about yeah. the Knicks. But, uh, it was Nuggets, Wolves, Oh my hard job! I had to watch eight NBA games right, this weekend. Right. I need a break so I can watch <clears throat> Succession. Give me a fucking break! It was—it's all this, yeah, like yeah. There's the franchise to clown on. Yes, mm-hmm. it's just this, this chuckling. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that really grinds my gears, and I don't consume national media like yep. ever. Yeah. No. During this run, I really have. Because I, it's like a like oh, a Schadenfreude or yeah. Schadenfreude type of thing. It's I don't know German. Say yeah. it all you want. <laughs> Ask your sister. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, but watching them scramble, like seeing Nick Wright try to figure out a way of why he's picking the oh heat my, to win. Yeah, he no, so s- uh, uh, it was incredible. So uh, beautiful. was So beautiful. Because it's so
0: bad. Well, Michael dude.
2: Malone is, like, distracted. He's, he's, he's overplaying right.
1: that. Like, he's never heard about, like, billboard material before. Yeah. yeah.
0: He's like, oh, he's overplaying that. Like, they're just not focused. You know, last year, Nicole pulled a straight-up cheap shot. Yeah. Knocked Markeith Morris out for the rest of the season. Just a cheap shot. Like, it's that's like, his best reason why. That's like, okay, so I guess the Heat are going to win. Good go call, Nick right. He Wright. couldn't even come
2: up with, like, I have Jimmy Butler going off for 50 twice or just something. Just say like, something. Right.
0: But it hasn't so good. Shout out Nicole a. Aesthetic on Twitter. Oh yes, I scroll <laughs> through that twice a day. Yes. It's so nice. That is a uh, one doing the lord's work
2: yeah who yeah, has the time right right i don't know but i respect it and yeah. i saw they tweeted about having a job so the fact that they can do both oh those my things, god that's if crazy. Nikola
1: Jokic is our lord and savior he's like one of the apostles you know like he's, <laughs> yes. he's like saint peter or something like, you know
2: <laughs> i'm like waking up in the morning i get my cup of coffee i go sit out on the balcony and i go <laughs> to that account yes yeah
0: it's what i do and then i'm really disappointed it'll be like 17 hours since <laughs> the last tweet yes, it's I'm like, like, no. like well, i guess it is a sunday like, so nobody's been Nicole talking aesthetic are uh, so keep good. doing the lord's work it's please. so good and they all look so freaking done Keyshawn Johnson <laughs> oh that guy when you kept saying oh. like oh it's not impressive he's just big he just like pushes guys around and holds a ball above his head like what's that I don't want to watch that and then after they actually play a game one against the Lakers he gets back on there because he's a Laker fan like and just mess. says wow you know I'd actually never watch him play like I do the drive-by thing where it's like a turn on but I've never actually watched a game He's pretty good. Yep. Like, yeah, shut Dude, the, fuck the best up.
2: part is that he Insane. literally had to back all the way out of the take to say, oh, I was just doing a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's so good.
3: Right. We oh, love like yeah, You cool have to say you're doing a bit. You know it's a not whole, a good bit. Oh. You had to
2: back out of you call. you had to play the bits card.
0: Or Nick writes. he'll he'll go back and say, like, oh yeah. Like, I know you guys say this, but at the time, all we could say was he wasn't proven in the playoffs. So I can't be giving the MVP to a guy who we don't know is proven in the playoffs. And it's like I don't know what you expected. Like, we've all been watching. He has not changed at all. This is Nicole Jokic. If you didn't expect this, you're just dumb. You were dumb. You were wrong. And you put too much of your vote on what you thought and not just what happened. All right. Let's move on from the morons. Um, Uh, Bye, Dre. Sorry. (laughs)
2: That's (laughs) me. But I had to. (laughs) I have so many good prompts. This might be a two-hour pod. Uh, What's your favorite moment of this run so far? Dre, I'll start with you. Oh, man.
1: That is a great question. I think, in a micro level, it's it's the first sambor at the buzzer there.
2: So game one, yeah. against the Lakers, yeah. over AD to end the third quarter. Yeah, that one was nasty. That and one hit so different. We almost got a gif that would have lived forever because uh, Yoke gave a mini shrug. The reaction, he a is mini, if he would have given the
1: legendary. Mm. Yeah.
2: Because AD looks at him like, are you fucking kidding me, bro? And Yoke just goes. Eh? Oh, who was it? There yeah. was another national Uh-oh.
0: media guy. I can't remember who it was, but he's a Laker fan. He's just like, oh, I just, all all you're going to do there, like, you're not going to hustle back. You're just going to look at him and blush. Oh, like, <laughs> you're just going <laughs> to blush. It's like, yeah, that's no, incredible. Yoke's Joke facial you
1: expression there is really like he, because he kind of gives him a smirk and then it's a, a kind of like, then oh, he does man. this where it's like, dude, what do you want Sorry. from me? Like, yeah. Uh, um, you speaking of Lakers fans, maybe low-key, my second favorite moment, is watching that clip of the Lakers fan losing his shit to the Jamal Murray shots. That mm-hmm. one's all-time
3: favorite. Oh, that is oh, great. So the legendary. tweets that came out about that, like, I thought we already played Steph yeah. Curry. Yes. That, was oh, the, that, God. Was that was outstanding. Like, I'd make that a shirt. I thought we
1: already
2: played we played Steph Curry last round. That one's like preach brother so there's like some weird uh timeline stuff here with just the way that this run has has shaken out and i think one day i'll look back and wish the lakers had gotten at least one just so huh? their fans would have awoken because yeah. we literally mm-hmm. the, the after game one they did that we found the Rui adjustment that was they fun. never spoke again that was fun they were quite. They never. I never heard another because the Rui adjustment was, was a lot bullshit. Of like you guys were the favorites. Yes. So it took a little bit of the fun out of it for me that they didn't. They were. They were just buried. Mm-hmm. But I will say the moment for me they got that I will remember is the sound in the bar when MPJ hit the three at the end of game three to make it completely and Yoke. Yep. Actually, it's not just about the MPJ three. It's Yoke. Goes behind the back, drives, oh, spins, man. and then throws a left-handed pass to MPJ on the wing. MPJ caches it. And like, at that point, not only did you know the game was over, because I think they went up like 13. That's one like of the purest plays. Two mm-hmm. minutes left. Fuck. The series was over. And that's the weird thing is we won the series in game three. The shot of those fans
1: leaving the stadium. Yes. I actually probably changed my answer to that is it, like
2: that. And that's what's so weird about it. Like, I remember the celebration in here that night was like, okay, we won. And so it's, like, a weird thing where, like, game four was merely... Cherry on um, top type. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, it was, you know, like, dotting the I's and crossing the T's. But for me, when they when he made that three, I knew we were winning game three. I knew we were winning the series. I knew we were going to the finals. And I felt like the bar did, too, because it, I, it we reached unreal levels.
1: Well, and it's that FU to, like, NBA coastal elitism to its... Purest. Yep. Us being like, bye bye, Lakers yeah. fans. In three games. Beat the tra- LA traffic early. Have fun with the crypto. You know, <laughs> that's going great for <laughs> oh, you. Oh, <laughs> God. That was <laughs> delightful. That um, was delightful.
0: So good. I'm trying
2: to find hate for the Heat. Nah. Because, like, I really enjoyed the way I was feeling about the Suns and Lakers. Yeah,
0: it was fun. That like, was that might be great. my favorite moment. just after game one, walking out of the arena. Like, there were probably. There was at least 20 Laker fans. I said go Nuggets too on the way out. It's like there was some other stuff I said too that I don't know. I I like the fact that some of those Laker fans are going home and they're just like pouting, saying, "Oh, those Nuggets fans are such assholes." It's like, yeah, that's yes. right. That's what happens. You want to show up here? That's what happens. Take that out on the way out. We
3: sent them straight back in time. Oh, 17 rings. Like yeah. we just oh, yeah. we fucking that. ciphered them um, right back into that. Into there was that one wormhole. guy who flipped
0: so me right. off and just kept yelling. Lakers in seven, and I was like, "Okay, it's game one." You're not even gonna say Lakers in five, like you There's, guys are down bad. And so I just threw up the four at him the whole way, and then they swept. I bet you still thinking about that. The guy iron. that I lost my mind on
2: only only time this happened uh, was just screaming like the seri- Like the Nuggets were up ten in game one. And he was just screaming, "This series is over" because they had cu- they like cut it from seventeen to ten. I was just yep. like, I just let him have it. Yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> Spence.
3: My, honestly, one of the most real, and it's more than just a singular moment, but the first, late first quarter, early second quarter, going back to round two in game six against the Suns, where we just started barraging them. And I was like, because I I had come to the fact that we were going coming back home and going to have a game seven on our floor, which I felt good about. But them to go on the road after losing two games in Phoenix, Coming home, big win, going back there, and and they just, it, it was like the most beautiful quarter of basketball ever. And the, the best part about this team in general, that was led by KCP. You never know who yes. is going to just, because mm. it just, I just think about what other fans say. Because I remember I used to call KCP, Contavious Caldwell Nope. When he was on the <laughs> Lakers, because I was like, this guy can't, this guy can't fucking beat us. <laughs> and now teams are doing that to uh, us because, yes, they're like, okay, give Jokic his triple double, whatever. We just can't let Gordon beat us. Oh shit, Porter beats us. We can't let Porter beat us. We can't let Jamal beat us. He's going to beat us anyways. We can't let KCP beat us. Bruce Brown Bruce has Brown. 20. It's like, it never yeah. stops with this team. Yeah,
2: it really is. I mean, I bet you there's one, two, three, four, set, potentially six guys who have had a 20 point game in these playoffs. Jokic, Murray, Porter. Has Porter had a 20-point game in the playoffs? I bet he has. Yeah. yeah. He had a 21. Uh, AG. Yep. The last one. A game four, I believe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Bruce Brown had a 24. For sure. And did KCP get 20 in any? Uh, yeah, had tw- yeah. He had KCP 21 PM. in that g- Suns yeah. game. They've had six guys go for 20, and I don't think there's a seventh that I'm not thinking of. I hope not. There's definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Jeffrey right, yeah, and Christian Brown yeah. fight yeah. over who yeah. yeah.
3: gets the yeah. token dunk. probably, probably
0: combined for like nine one night.
2: They've yeah. <laughs> had six guys score 20 points in the playoffs, and a 20 point game in the playoffs is different than a 20 point game in the regular season. Sure is. You know, anyone can mm-hmm. have a night in Minnesota. Could I? Uh, on a Tuesday. Not you. Okay. But probably me. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, MPJ's had two 20-pointers in okay. the play-
1: postseason so far.
2: <clears throat> you know, Did you to st- do it in the playoffs when the pressure is so hard and they say that, you know, role players shrink in the playoffs and, you, you know, every little performance you get out of each one of them is a bonus. Like, this team has legitimate mm-hmm. ability on any given night to give you Jokic, then one of those three of Jamal... uh AG and MPJ, and then there's a chance you're gonna get a third one from those two other guys.
0: Did you see the MPJ story that the ringer put out today? No. It was so freaking good. They're like so good. Um the the big thing though is like going back through his surgeries and how like he has had to like relearn everything every time. Mm-hmm. So like had to learn how to walk. Like the left side of his body still isn't back. Like he has that he has that brace because he can't pick his left foot up. Like, it's that thing that just, like, he's able to push his foot down but can't push it, push it up, and so the brace just pushes it back up. It's the same. It's, like, drop foot. And, like, so there's a whole bunch of that stuff in there that I had no idea about with MPJ. Maybe somebody else has reported it. I didn't think so, but well, I mean, that's crazy. That's like, the kind of stuff
1: I've heard from our Nuggets guys where he'll say stuff like, man, I think a lot of other people would have just quit by the second pack surgery. Absolutely. And it's
0: like, yeah, yeah like, Mike. He legitimately can't move his foot, and he's still out there doing that stuff. Like, it's just insane. Like, MPJ, I got to get a jersey. I mean, I that's some like, jersey.
1: Peyton Manning playing quarterback for the Broncos and not feeling his fingertips that yeah. shit. You yeah. Know? Like, you know, like, yeah. That's yep. wild. Um,
2: want to tell us about some, some more sponsors?
1: I was going to say, sometimes Illegal Pete's hits so hard, you might not feel your fingertips. I had Illegal Pete's. Ryan before. can speak on mm. that because he had it for what we go and with. Steak
2: queso burrito. Bro. It's been my life for, like, two weeks. Wow. I probably, It probably shows, but... Not many places can do the steak right. And then but you the make
1: pizza. Pizza has it down, man. Yeah, I, I th-
2: agree. I had never had the steak with the queso <laughs> until like 2 weeks ago and now I'm just like I think about it every day.
1: Life quanged?
2: I don't know what that word with
1: means. With a Q U
2: like queso? I think Oh, chain. Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. That was it's, really a reach, bad. it's a really reach, it's a reach we're trying,
1: yeah. you know, you never know. Um it's also patio season at Pete's, so uh you know, a little House beer bucket special Mm. might just be your vibe as you soak in Denver in its full-blownsies, Nuggets, Madness. Pete's, they are truly the homies. They helped us out with those DMVR playoff shirts. Nuggets are undefeated when I wear mine. No big deal, you know? Um, Also, low-key storyline is could the Nuggets out-record the avalanche? Cavs Inter- with four losses last yeah. year in their whole run. Nuggies, only three thus far. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe a great convo for you to have an illegal pizza near you as you're enjoying a bucket of beers on the patio. Tell them the MVR sent you. They are the homies. And get what Ryan's getting because mm-hmm. it will not disappoint. And, of course... Playoff time is also DraftKings Sportsbook time. Mm, We love DraftKings Sportsbook. I don't know what you're doing if you're not on the DraftKings Sportsbook app by now. But if you haven't yet, sign up now using that code DNVR, where right now, so hard to find good value on the Denver Nuggets in the NBA Finals. If you're a new user at DraftKings Sportsbook, place a $5 bet on the (laughs) Nuggies, and they hit and you will win 200 buckaroos in bonus bets. That's sick. That then you can disperse all around on more nugs bets. Maybe a little draft props. I'm in on that. A little, uh, a little Broncos futures. Maybe you're capitalizing on the book, not being dialed in on the Rockies being real good right now. Maybe you capitalize on the book, not knowing the pids are absolute garbage. Whatever <laughs> your terrible. flavor this summer Sign up now, DraftKings Sportsbook app using that code DNVR, where a new user can get that five dollars to win two Um Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, the King of Sportsbook, with that code DNVR. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred. Gambler in Massachusetts, call 800 327 5050 or visit gambling helpline In New York, call 877 8 H O P E N Y or text H O P E N Y. In <laughs> Kansas, call 1 800 522 4700 on behalf of Hill Casino Resort, Kansas. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See slash sportsbook <laughs> for details and state specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance. Opt in and ten plus oh shit issuance often and ten plus leg regulation for a hundred percent boost eligibility Jesus wagering Christ. and deposit <laughs> restrictions apply <laughs> terms at sportsbook. DraftKings.com
2: slash basketball terms. (laughs) Boom! If that that doesn't seem like it's straight Uh, uh, out of an SNL skit, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Wow. Okay. Well, joke's on me. You have me read it. Also,
2: as Ryan (laughs) mentioned earlier,
1: got a text from Adam Mars. If we don't hit 100 likes, done. You will never see us on these airwaves he, again. Halfway there. Save us.
3: He's, he can't still be watching the show because he just called me two minutes ago. Oh, he oh was my probably gosh. calling
2: you to be like, bro, your fucking takes are trash. <laughs> or he was just going to say, like, strong agree. Strong <laughs> great <laughs> <take? laughs> Handing out some great takes per chance? Who knows? Uh, all right. I've got some more uh, prompts here on my handy dandy list. Mm. I like this one. All four of us are Denver fans four. through and through. Uh, all of our teams are the Denver teams. So all of our championships are the same championships. Right. All of our teams are the same teams. Where does this team rank in your all-time favorite teams to watch? We'll t- you know, we, we don't have to do necessarily the like if they win the title or if they don't. But in terms of just like watching the team and enjoying them, where does this team rank for you all-time?
0: Uh, do you remember? I can't remember what year this was. It might have been the Wancho block. No, it wasn't because it was not the beginning of the season. It was, uh, it was a Warriors game, though. Warriors put up like 53 in the first quarter, oh, and yeah. the Nuggets had like 44. That was the something. Nuggets
2: were the one seed. No, the, it wasn't a playoff game. No, no, no. no they, were the one, oh. they, were, they were the top-ranked team in the West, and the Warriors were two. And it was like, this is their chance to like make a statement on the Warriors, and the Warriors reversed the statement.
1: Huh. Oh, when Jokic was already with the team and the Nuggets coaching staff went to the All-Star game.
0: It was either my junior or senior year of college. Oh, no, this is a long time ago. Yeah, Talking
1: about when Juancho had the KD stopper game?
0: No, how, that was a legendary <laughs> day on <laughs> Nuggets uh, Twitter. Uh, the Harrison went over went Harrison so hard. Went really
1: wow. gobbled up those gifts. He, he stretched those out for content for a long time.
0: Point is, I can't remember. So I guess I should okay. say, okay. I graduated 2019. So it had have been 2018, 2019, 2017, Jesus. 2018. So it was one of those two seasons. I can't remember which one I liked better, but that was my favorite nugget season. Okay, but what's
2: your favorite <laughs> team ever?
0: I think it was that one. Of any
2: team. I think that, 19
1: that was nuggets. just so fun. the, With 18, the Juan 19, moment. 90. He can barely remember. Yeah, that's, that's his favorite, favorite team ever. That was the year they broke life.
0: Out. That's his favorite. That was the year no. they just went insane. Like like when you're that was the first time you looked at him and like, "Holy shit. Right. I think this is the best offense in the NBA." All like right. Jokic is actually that guy. Like he's going to do it. Like, that's when everything and, became real. And this it team. Go 54 I feel 28. like your bar is
2: really low for this team to not have surpassed that yet.
0: Yeah. So, what do they doing? I mean, in they the can't. can't do, that they, they need to win before they surpass it. Because. Okay. Oh, wow. That was the Spurs
1: Blazers 65 minute No, Oh, I think that was. Spurs. That would have been it. Blazers.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That team was just so fun. That was my first was,
2: year actually
0: living in Denver. Okay. Cause that's like we had Gary Harris going off. You have Wancho, like Millsap was like Wancho really struck a still in his prime. That, that was so fun. That was that was, I don't know. I guess I watched basically every game before that, but I was really not missing. <coughs> so anything. when I think
2: of my favorite teams ever to watch, I, I there are a few at the top of the list. The first one for me, honestly, would be the 2013 Broncos. I'm not saying number one, yeah. but just they come to my mind. <sighs> Everything right, other than the Super Bowl, oh my yep. god, was incredible. It was the most joyful football watching experience that I think you can have. Like, I don't think it'll ever be mm-hmm. topped, mm-hmm. other than just not putting the cherry on great top. Um, uh, but I mean, watching that team, like, watching Peyton Manning at the peak of his powers with those weapons mm-hmm. just absolutely eviscerate every defense that got in yeah. front of them was so utterly enjoyable. So, that's yep. way up there for me. Um, the last year's Az team, like there's something about just mm-hmm. knowing you're a wagon and mowing everyone down the whole way through, mm-hmm. getting yep. to the playoffs mm-hmm. and just continuing to mow everyone down. Yeah,
3: isn't that what we're doing right now? Exactly,
2: <laughs> 100%. Yeah. The Nuggets are but, just so good. But Nug life has always been festering during this season, and you know it. It's always been the death to Nug life season, <laughs> let Nug life die season. With the Avs, it was like. We're the Colorado Avalanche, and our team's better than yours this year, so we're going to win the championship.
0: Like, but, I mean... That that
2: was how it felt the whole way to me.
0: I I thought so, too, but there were a lot of people saying, like, it's the second round thing, they'll yep. make it the second round. That yeah. gave it a nice storyline. Definitely. So, but I agree. I mean, that's right up there. And then, obviously, Super Bowl Broncos. But those would but be my four. But the 2015
2: Super Bowl Broncos were not
1: enjoyable. Some
0: people don't feel <sighs> like that about the 15 Broncos. I think that's fair. It's the most but miserable championship what, what, in sports what, history, what, in my opinion. What balances them out with the 2013 Broncos, though, is like, you can't just forget the Super Bowl happened. Like, sure, that's only like 1 20th of all the things that yeah, you yeah. saw that year, but I think... They I was were, so confident by the time he got to the Super Bowl. Like, as you just kind of work your way backwards, like, Super Bowl, you're like, oh, this is going to be a cakewalk. Week before, you're like, oh, this is a battle, but the Broncos are about to take down Tom Brady Payton. And And so you got to the point, like, halfway or two thirds of the way through, basically, when Peyton Manning got back, a couple weeks after, we were just like, oh, shit, this defense really is one of the best ever. And that's when that climb happened. I don't know. I thought that was incredible. The grind,
1: the. Teams had on defense, and the fact that they were kind of dogs the entire way, I think helped a lot. It was like every every then, game they put on show. The honestly, Broncos have some of that too.
0: And I just yeah. I can't speak to that. The Tebow Broncos too. Even I was too. only
1: six for that, so it's like right. I remember like being an eleven year old and being like, "Fuck the media! They think Brett Favre's gonna be Elway! Like yeah. they're dreaming! Tom, they thought the Steelers the- are gonna beat us! No way!"
0: The Tim yeah. Tebow season too. Tim Te- uh, that Dude. was. That was You fun, talking about a, your sister having things? I remember way. my grandma having Tebow. Takes, oh, my you
1: know, grandma like, had so yeah, many Holy fuck My grandma still amazing. tells me
2: that she thinks I look like Tebow, which <laughs> says a lot about her. <laughs> You're not
1: going to throw the O-1
2: buffs So, so that's in there, what I was going to say. I said, I'd be, re- be remiss not to throw in the O-1 buffs. Again, I'm a little too young to understand... Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like wide right, zone right, running right. and like all that stuff. That's like they were doing so beautifully. Well, but, think of being
1: this age and seeing that like Nebraska upset now.
2: Right, yeah, yeah. and just like th- those just absolute hogs on the offensive line. Like that's a that's a fun team, but I can't truly get into it. So for me, this team right now is the fa- my
0: favorite team I've ever watched. Really. They've got to win it for me. Like, the thing is, the expectations, I guess maybe not outside, but for me, are so high. But I think for me, the second team is 2013 Broncos, so
2: they don't have to win it for me. Yeah. They have to end Nug Life. That's for
1: sure.
0: Exactly. Because for me, like, when they won a game during the regular season, I was like, yeah, good, cool. Like, it was fun to watch, I guess. But when they lost, I was like, oh my God, how are you losing this team? Like, that's what made those other Nuggets teams, the earlier Nuggets teams, so fun was just that you're like, Holy shit, look at them hang with the Warriors. Right, right. Like the the highs just consistently were so good. Yep. Whereas this year it's just like oh, waiting for the playoffs, waiting for the playoffs, waiting for the playoffs. And playoff run has been great, but if they don't seal the deal then for me it's I, not great. I'm just trying to look at this from a sense of like the amount
2: of joy a team has given me. And this team has just given me endless amounts of joy and like I love the personalities um and maybe this is like an unfair narrative about the NBA but like I think that people think, like, NBA personalities aren't as, like, fun or relatable mm, or whatever so to other sports. Point. But this team is great full take. of them. Like, Joker is, like, so down to earth. And so he's, like, hilarious. The, the NBA world is, like, just now figuring out that Nicole Jokic is not only incredible, he's Dude. also hilarious. Oh, my God. Um, Bruce Brown, like, him coming in here and just, like, embracing everything about Colorado and, like, wearing abs hats and all this stuff, like... I love Bruce Brown. Just top to bottom, like even just like the Christian Brown, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. experiment and how that's mm-hmm. gone. And everything about this team just, just brought me so much joy. I've well, tried to enjoy it the whole way. Mike's evolution mm-hmm. has been amazing. And then I just like, we'll come back to it. I, it's really hard for any Denver team to ever top sweeping the Lakers as like a, a moment. Like in terms mm-hmm. of how much I hate a team yeah. and how badly we beat them. That's like an incredible combination of things. So, yes, of course, if they if they finish the job, mm-hmm. then it's ironclad to me. Like, they're my favorite team ever. But in terms of, like, how much joy they've brought me, I think they're already there. Wow. Uh, so 2013 Broncos, last year's
1: abs, 07 Rockies, this Nuggets team all have that same vibe of, like, while i watch them i have to be remind myself like hey enjoy this because Mm -hmm. this is like rarefied air and you might never have this again
3: yeah like the moment
1: feels that special right now
3: yeah and with this team winning it i think it vaults that up to my favorite team but casey actually in the comments the Nuggets between the Mellow trade and Gallo's ACL injury—that's the oh first year I had season tickets. Wow. 2012, 2013, they went 37 and Dude. three at home. Yeah. Okay. That team was, I was so amazing because yep. Gallinari was like my guy. I was trying to wear the Mohawk like him. I had the guy had the Gallo blue retro jersey. That was the first jersey I ever like really got as like an adult for myself. And that team was so much fun. They never lost at home. They ran people off the court. Then of course they ran into the buzzsaw were, that has not turned, turned into. A, they were the. The anti superstar
1: team, yep. and it's exactly what we needed post mellow. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. had a better regular season record than, any, like, that journey was amazing. It yep. sucks how it ended. I cried when the Gallo injury happened because it felt like that drastic and ending that
2: team's chance. But I'm with you a thousand percent.
3: Team was so much fun, dude. It yeah. really was. And that was fun. The,
2: the hardest part about me, and in, in the way I look back on that team, is like. Of course, as Nuggets fans, we're beating the drum of like, you don't need superstars yeah, to win. Yeah, right, right, right. And then, like, you lose in the first round, and it's just like, okay, well, we were wrong, and oh, they were right. It
0: was devastating. Yeah. 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 And again, and, that's why I take the early Jokic over that. It's just because, like, yeah, the loss of Spurs sucks. It's not a terrible call. But there's, like, so much that happened that year where it's like, oh, this is for real. Whereas that team, it's like, that was just so disappointing yeah. to see him lose the Warriors. Unless disappointing now in context, but I had
1: the 09 Rockies, who are often forgotten. But that team in 09, yeah. I think might be their most talented team ever. And that's the late night Rockies. Yeah. Where like they it Seth was like Smith. a walk off run yep. every fucking game, every game Chase we joined. Extras. And you forget it because they lose round. In the first, round, in to the the first round to the Phillies. The Avs um, had a two season like saves that. from
2: Houston Street.
1: And right. And they have that same because we lost Matt Holiday in Houston Street and Cargo are huge parts of that team. Yep. And that kind of made them more special. It was like we can lose our superstar and, and get two, back, two yeah. others back and still be sick. And like I loved everyone on that team. Ubaldo's on that staff. I mean, yep. obviously Tulo was great. You know, yep. Cargo I just mentioned. That was a great just vibes
0: team. What year were the abs like that? Where they just scored crazy late goals? Oh, this would have been like six be years ago. Yeah.
2: Five no, years? that's the McKinnon rookie season. Adam. Was it his yeah, rookie yeah, season? Yeah, yeah. It was it's right the, around there.
1: It's that series where they take the Wild to seven and then lose. Yeah, right? it's a, and yes, it's it was. I remember insane yep. goal as a rookie. That was a
0: dope season as well. That was, that was so much fun.
2: All right, couple more that I have here. Um, and this one, after listening to all of us talk, I'm not just throwing you three under the bus. It's all of us. Uh, the answer, the real answer to all of this is we're not. But the question is. How are you tempering your confidence? Because I'm having a really hard time. I want to respect the heat, and I do respect the heat. But, you know, the fun thing about Nikola Jokic is he kind of forces you to learn basketball, like, to truly appreciate him. So, like, the more that you watch him, the more that you think about matchups, and how can you counteract this, and how can you do that, and the other thing. And, like, the more that I think about this series, the more that I just, like, I I feel like I'm getting Uh. overconfident. I'm trying to temper my expectations and and I guess here's my only thing that I've been turning to when I'm like trying to stop myself from just like going to the roof and screaming nugs and four is the heat have felt this way going to almost every series you know like they they're not winning these games off of like winning Mm matchups they're winning these games off of like vibes and destiny. And that's like the only thing I can turn to to stop myself and slow my roll before this series starts. I
0: get the opposite. I'm terrified. Like, I think this is, I don't think Malone is joking when he says this is going to be a toughest series. Like, I, you know, I think the best thing that could happen to the Nuggets in the last few rounds is teams think they know the best way to guard Jokic. And so they'll just do the same two or three things over and over and over again. But in this series, like, I don't know. Nicole is at his best when he just knows what's coming and can beat it. You're not going to see the same defense three possessions in a row against Eric Spolstra. Like, it's just going to change, and it's going to be this weird zone. Then they go, man, the weird zone. It's going to be so tough to get into a rhythm. Like, you're just not getting the exact same thing over and over. Like, I think Adam Adam or Harrison likes to post those things where it's like, hey, here's, a, here's the Nuggets running the same play, three straight possessions, and getting these three different shots out of it. You can't manipulate this defense like this because they're just going to keep changing and changing and changing and changing, and that's what's thrown everybody off. And, like, the zone just ha- playing it at all is throwing other teams off. And Jokic is great against the zone, obviously. But I, I'm terrified of this team. Like, this I is just going to be ugly. Oh, this is going to be grimy. Like, I, I think the Nuggets might win multiple games not scoring 100 points.
2: All right. Well, then you're,
1: you're
3: not I'm really terrified. having to try
0: to temper no, your No, I'm not. I am,
3: I've been a nervous wreck.
0: Right, he's
1: tempering all our expectations. He's doing it for the whole group.
3: Yeah, it's the destiny vibes for me and Jimmy Butler. Just like, it's every game. And who thought like they were going to win Game Seven in Boston, and then they just uh, against all odds. And you you look at their, you look at them on the court. You're like, Gabe Vincent, Mm -hmm. Caleb Martin, Max Max Struess. Like, who are these dudes? But they like, keep doing it. Yeah, and, and, but I really I do as much I do t- I will talk up the heat because I've just learned to do that with the Nuggets for sure and just kind of guard my heart a little bit. But overall, I just watch the Nuggets and they're just fucking better than everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, just agree. watching them play, it's, you can't stop six guys that are can all give you the work night to night. You can stop two guys. You can stop you know, we did that with Booker and Durant. Like, you can't stop six dudes if they're all locked in, and they all just seem so locked in and so focused that I think they have more guys locked in and focused and can reach a certain level than... I mean, I don't think it's obvious than the Heat do. Butler can reach any level that the Nuggets can get to other than Nikola and probably surpass it, but other than that, you got to find that in Bam or Caleb Martin or whoever the fuck Mm -hmm. else they have.
0: The thing is, like, Caleb Martin shot, like, 60% in the last series. Yep. Like... Those guys put up numbers. It's like the, the Contavious Caldwell nope thing, where it's just like they can't keep doing that, and it's like, well, no, that's what they're built to do is just make a bunch of threes, take a bunch of them, and enough go in. They
3: break 100. You better break 100, too. It's so funny how Game 7 we all had to talk about how great we thought the Heat were. Come on, Caleb Martin, like, hit the yeah, shot, Duncan Robinson. Exactly. And the second that clock hits zero, we're like, all right, fuck these guys. They're horrible.
2: Well, and I, I really don't feel that way. I really don't feel that way. I just... It's a what, what spirals my confidence out of control is like starting to look at matchups and who can guard who yeah, and yeah. how are they going to stop this guy and like, okay, they want to put their tallest wing on MPJ. Well, like now, how are they going to stop Aaron Gordon? Like, mm-hmm. I just keep doing that and it, it just sends me into a spiral of being yeah. like, I don't know how they can even do anything, but then yep. I have to bring myself back to, that's how it looks against everyone for exactly. them. Exactly. because they, they find a way.
0: Because that's not how they play because they just change and change and change and go zone and so you're like, oh, look, we think MPJ can just shoot over this guy. Let's let's go to him. And so MPJ does it twice and then they're out of that defense and into something else. And it's like did it work or not? Because now you're playing a whole different game and you're picking another matchup that it should be favorable, but it's not like it's not like the Lakers where they say put, you know, Rui on Jokic and have AD there and they do that for a third of the game and Jokic is like, "Okay, here's how we do it." And or here's just AD straight up and there's the look you're going to see. And Jokic beats him up that way and gets used to it. Like, you just cannot get comfortable because so much changes over and over and over again. Oh. I I don't know. It's just going to be weird. There's just going to be no rhythm.
1: When they were up 3-0 on the Celtics, I was talking myself into, like, they'll be like the lightning were for the avalanche. They'll be the toughest mm-hmm. test, veteran team, veteran coaching staff. They'll be able to take this all-time offense and grime it up, slow it down. Jimmy might be able to outplay Jamal, you know, and that's like the start of something and Mm -hmm. they'd have to get really hot shooting for four games, but like crazier things have happened in sports. Um, But yeah, then I start getting into the matchups and how lethal Jokic Mm -hmm. is in zone and like how are they going to guard Jokic? And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's the over and I was saying this last time I was on TDSP after game two. I was very overconfident. Uh, Game two against the Suns making, like, finals proclamations. And I was like, "Turns out three you were and four, I'm the watching, like, the right Adam might confidence. never talk to me again because I jinxed the fuck out of the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but what I was saying then, and I still believe it, is there's just this Nuggets offense's offensive efficiency is just not something you can really mess with. Mm-hmm.
0: 100 possessions a game for seven games. And I totally think the Nuggets are going to win, but, like, minus 400 is insane. It terrifies (laughs) you. The book has been off. I'm looking at
2: the The book's
0: been off on the heat for three rounds. Yeah.
2: Um. One thing that I just want to say is, like, stop with the 07 Rockies comparisons in terms of the rest versus rust. That team was literally all magic. On the most magical run
1: ever, yes. this Nuggets team turned it off for a month and then come the playoffs, turned it right back mm-hmm. on. Jamal Murray returned to the version of himself from two years ago.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. The, you like, know,
1: the comps could not be more different.
2: Right. it's There's no comparison for me. Um, everyone obviously has chilled on it a little bit with Boston losing because of the whole Red Sox-Celtics yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thing, but there's no comparison between a team that was – entirely coasting off of magic which was incredible to watch Mm -hmm. versus a team who has been the best team the whole time
1: embrace this team and how good they are and how good nicola Jokic is man Mm -hmm. at the end of the day that's the separator yep
2: it's what makes this special Kale, do we have any super chats or comments we needed to get to
0: all right damn couldn't even get to 69 likes dang you guys stopped us from ever being able to talk about nugs again wow
2: RIP Winningsburg. Damn. It was a good run. It's a good run. Uh, No, but truly appreciate you guys all for tuning in. This has been a blast. We were able to get all of our Nuggets takes off, um, Mm -hmm. which has been awesome. Our takes
3: are plastered on the walls.
2: Yes, (laughs) Yes. exactly. So that's it for us. Enjoy it tomorrow. If you're coming to the DMVR bar, get here early. We can't wait to see you. Go Nuggets.